guys, welcome back. A long time coming, welcome back. Wow. Yeah, hi everybody, how's it going? That was quite the break. It was. <laughs> that was more like a sabbatical, I think. <laughs> That's how long it was. That'd be considered an official sabbatical. Thank you, holidays, and thank you, stupid lit class. <laughs> so we're back finally, and uh, I'm Slick McFavorite. And I Mrs. McFavorite. <laughs> you forgot. This is the Open Your Port. Oh my God, I can't even say it. it's been so long. Open Your Toys Cast, the official podcast of OpenYourToys.com, the site dedicated to the four greatest action figure franchises of the 80s in all time. But we're not talking about the four greatest action figure franchises of the 80s in all time. What? That's right. We're talking about number 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, and 12th. <laughs> uh, this was a, this was an idea that uh, Boss Hagatron on Facebook fucking... Uh, uh, suggested that we do, and we're actually going to be doing a vintage show. So, talking about vintage toys outside of the four greatest action figure franchises of the 80s and all time. It's all vintage all the time. <laughs> this is for this episode. So, I thought it'd be fun. I, you know, I don't do a lot of research for the other stuff because I've just been around collecting long enough, but this was a chance for me to actually hit the good old Wikipedia. Find weird ass like Angel Fire AOL fan sites from 1996 that have like every a picture of every single toy of every single you know line, every single package. So it was awesome. Um, but we are a married team that like to talk toys. And he likes to buy toys. Yeah, I'm not buying toys now, though. Nah. Yeah, you've had more boxes show up since the first of the month than I have. I know. <laughs> no, I've only had one. <sighs> no, you had your Sephora, and now you have your Scentsy or whatever oh, yeah. that stuff's called. Um, so, yeah, if you haven't been with us every year, uh, Mrs. McFavorite and I do kind of a, a general cleansing of our body. Um, we, I stopped buying toys for an entire month. Which cleanses his body. <laughs> um, in the past, we both have done the lemonade cleanse or the master cleanse. There's lots of different names for it. Um, that is actually what I am drinking tonight. But... We first got to get to the contact information. If you want to hit us up on, <laughs> yeah, that was weird. I just like totally. Yeah, wow, you're so just, out of practice. Yeah. You, you really need a script there, buddy. <laughs> exactly. Well, the show notes are way up here and I can't even see them. Oh, no, they're in the right place. Anyways, you wow. can leave a message on our blog at www.openyourtoys.com. You can uh, email me at slick at open your toys. Or you can email me at Mrs. McFavorite at open your toys. And on Twitter, I am at Slick McFavorite. And I am at Mrs. McFavorite. Both of those all one word, no spaces, no periods, capitalization if you prefer. Um, <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> Facebook, you can friend Slick McFavorite, my alter toy collecting hoarding ego, um, at facebook.com slash open your toys. 
Or you can like our fan page at facebook.com slash openyourtoyscast. I need to take fan page. It's just the Open Your Toys cast page. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> Mrs. McFavorite likes every weirdo out there to befriend her and don't say who you are. And then just like when she doesn't befriend you, just keep sending more friend requests. And, and, then, and when I ask, do, do you listen to the cast or how do I know you? Don't answer me. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the way she prefers to <laughs> get friends on Facebook. Um, but uh, yeah, so you can find her at facebook.com slash Jessica Spiller. And finally, the way we love to hear from you, the only way really in my eyes, you know. We just really. love to hear your beautiful voices more than we like to hear ourselves talk. Exactly. You get to hear my monotonous, nasally voice all the time. I want to hear your bad voices. <laughs> <laughs> I want to wow. hear how shitty you sound. <laughs> Wow. I'm feisty tonight. I'm feisty. I think I've got too much of my lemonade cleanse. (laughs) Oh, he's on on a sugar rush right now, buddy. He's got two tablespoons of maple syrup running through him. Watch out now. Anything could happen. So that number that we would like you to call, or you can send in an MP3. That's a good way to get your voice heard as well, is 720-235-TOYS. That's 720-235-TOYS. Eight six nine seven. Oh, booyah! Two months without with uh, without doing the cast, and I said that without looking. That's nice, baby. Awesome, bitch. <laughs> I'm feeling a little snarky too. <laughs> so I, like I said before, I am actually drinking the lemonade cleanse or master cleanse. If you're not familiar with it, it's a wonderful thing where. Uh, you don't eat any food. You drink 10 ounces of water with two tablespoons of grade B. That's very important. And grade B might as well be for billionaire because that shit's expensive. <laughs> um, grade B maple syrup. And then uh, two tablespoons of that and two tablespoons of lemonade. And I switch it up. I get crazy. I also, or not lemonade, lemon juice. Sorry pure squeezed lemon juice i buy organic bottled crap but still and then uh i get all crazy with it i do lime juice sometimes oh shit yeah that's what i'm doing right now it's like special occasion (laughs) so that's not the the only joy in it so you drink uh you're supposed to drink about six of those a day i drink about four or five and then uh in the mornings you do a salt water and flush. And I could never do the salt water. It would, I finished one bottle once and I immediately puked it back up. <laughs> it's a liter with two teaspoons of salt and, and unrefined rock salt. It's got to be nice and thick. Um, and, and that's it's probably be room the temperature. Worst. It can't even be cold. It's supposed to be room temperature. Oh, I drink it cold. Do you? I f- totally forgot about that. I should I should have remembered that. My stomach's that. turning right now just thinking. Yeah, about but it. so think about drinking yeah. salt water. It's about the worst thing in the world, and literally that'll make you have a bowel movement in thirty minutes. And when it strikes, you just go. You don't be like, I want to finish this one thing real quick. It's to the bathroom with you, and to aid in that Too very high. enjoyable process, you drink 
uh, laxative tea in the evening right before you go to bed. So basically what's happening is the the lime or lemon juice. Oh, we just lost so many listeners. Is eating <laughs> <laughs> away all the nastiness in your bowels. And then fucking the rock salt comes and strips all that softened stuff up. Yeah, that's not fun. You literally pee out your butt. Oh my yeah. God, what just happened? <laughs> so that's what I'm drinking tonight. What are you <laughs> drinking tonight, Mrs. McFavor? Well, I am drinking a lovely um, mixture of apples, pears, and cherries. I um, I subscribe to Health Magazine. I'm not doing the lemonade cleanse. I'd, I've kind of had it with that yeah. noise. So I've just been eating fresh fruits and vegetables and things like that and just generally eating well, you know, well, doing the healthy thing. I know. And why are you being so healthy, Miss Because it's January. <laughs> well, that's part of it, but... And because Slick and me and baby makes three <laughs> that's right we're expecting i'm gonna be a daddy <laughs> he's gonna, that's a, that's a scary he's gonna thought be the, he's gonna be daddy mcfavorite Ah, <laughs> uh, my daddy mcfavorite's gonna have to step aside i know he's gonna have to find a new name i know that's great oh i didn't even think about that he's gonna be grandpappy mcfavorite grandpappy mcfavorite i fucking love it <laughs> <laughs> so for the next um, seven months because I'm, months. I'm yeah, we, just under three months uh, long. We announced it a little bit early. You're supposed to wait till three months. He was just so damn excited. Yeah, we have a homey Christmas party, which is after Christmas all the time. And it's basically all of our closest friends. We do $20 white elephant gift card exchange and basically just get drunk off of our ass and do Christmassy things, eat cookies and have bacon wrapped water chestnuts and weird shit, like shit. so it was a perfect time to basically tell most of our closest friends all in one shot yeah it was every it would have been all of our friends the ones that could make it or braved the two inches of snow we got yeah. <laughs> um but we haven't told our at least we haven't told our extended family yet. So don't post anything on our personal Facebooks. I mean, you don't, please don't post anything in general. But if you want to put a congratulations, put it on the blog, put it on the Open Your Toys page, put it on the Slick McFavorite page. Don't do it on our personal yeah, ones. Yeah, because I'm not telling my work until uh, February the first week of February. And that's when I was thinking and, we'll probably go up to Wyoming and Yeah. And I'm not telling any of my friends which which a couple of them are like my best friends, so it's been killing me. <laughs> but uh I'm not tell I'm not telling them until I tell my work too. I figure we've jinxed it enough. But if we just kinda hang on to a few more people to when you're really supposed to tell them, we might pull through this next month. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so for the next seven months, I'm going to be, um, Slick always does like features like a crazy new beer. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to feature a crazy new non-alcoholic beverage. Oh, I'm so excited. So Good chasers for the rest <laughs> of the next seven months. So yeah, tonight it is, 
It's the ultimate health booster from Health uh, Health Magazine. And like I said, it's got an apple, two pears, and some cherries in it. It's kind of thick. You need to make sure that the pears are... Crisper, maybe? No, it says softer. Were... Oh, the softer, yeah, the there better. there weren't any soft, because I just bought them tonight. Oh. And so it needs to be a little bit sweeter. But otherwise, it's pretty good. Nice. All Very right. Very fibrous. <laughs> So that's, and so not to make excuses or anything, but we had this whole pregnancy thing happen during the holidays. Holidays are always crazy for us. I was sick for a week. I was doing finals. Yeah. Oh yeah. You had finals all the way up until the day after Christmas. Christmas, she literally, oh no, the day after is when you really like my sat very, for like eight hours. Yeah, my very fucking. last day of class was the 26th. It usually is the Sunday, but because it fell on Christmas, they extended it a day. <laughs> a day. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, Merry Christmas. So, happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, Feliz Navidad, Merry Kwanzaa, I was just happy gonna... Festivus. Happy Holidays. <laughs> <laughs> and a merry, very merry New Year. So, yay. Yay. All I was right. designated driver through the whole time. <laughs> yeah, it it's, awesome. it's been fucking awesome. <laughs> but I'm going to be the good dad. I'm not going to be drinking around her. That's kind of going to be my thing. I might have a beer or two, but I'm not going to be taking shots. It's just no fun without her. All December, I, we would cheers, and she would cheers with her water. And I'm like, this just isn't as fun. <laughs> <laughs> or my 7-Up. <laughs> so... There's the big news. Yay. Now on to some even bigger news. Well, oh no, we're not we're not doing news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So on to the the more interesting stuff. Yeah, so vintage. So other toy lines that we collected that we don't talk about. Um, basically what I did is I picked out my favorite four that I actually owned, like that I quote collected if you say that you collect when you're a kid mm -hmm. but these were ones when i went to the store i was like i want that outside of the four major ones at least um and then after that we're i'm going to pick some runner-ups and those are also ones that i may have had one or two and then just some honorable mentions at the end of ones that i would like to get into but there's no chance. The big four keep me so occupied. And now it's time for a drastic inventory. We actually have to have a room to put the kid in. I tried to convince her to just surround a crib with to all my toys, but she won't let me do it. He's still getting the stink eye even <laughs> thinking that. But he's losing most of his shelves, most of his wall space down in the I know in the McFavorite cavern because that's where we're going to be building the nursery because our whole basement is the bedroom. So we've got a nice. We're going to put up a couple removable walls and make a little nursery for the first year and a half or so. Yeah. So I got a year and a half, two years to liquidate and ridiculously extreme amount of toys. So I think Slick McFavorite Toys LLC will be coming back with yeah, a vengeance. Exactly. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and get into these. Um, first up, I basically started on Wikipedia. They had an amazing uh, Toys of the 80s uh, page that just lists a ridiculous amount. 
idea. There were some on. There were some that weren't on there that I remembered, but. Um, so basically, we're going to be reading Wikipedia to you for the next hour, hour and a half. So sit back, relax, and listen to our dulcet tones. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My first one is Battle Beasts, or as they were known in Japan, <laughs> Beast Formers, because in Japan, they were literally a subset of Transformers. Uh, they were two-inch anthropomorphized is that how you pronounce it? Is that it? really a word? Yeah. See, word doesn't even think it's a word. It's like, nope. Well, it doesn't get that. This maybe should be a Z or something. Well, do right click it. Yeah. Oh, so that's the only okay, misspelling fine. is that that's. But that's hilarious that that's the first thing from Wikipedia and it has a misspelling in it. Um, Animal, it's an anthropomorphized animal with body armor and a unique weapon. So you give me an animal that, that walks on its hind legs and has a build like a man. Then you put armor on it. Then you give it a new, unique weapon. No, I, I don't have 38 axes. I've got this weird curve weapon and this scythe and this sword yeah it's awesome that's hardcore they were produced by takara and distributed by hasbro back in 1987 uh there were three series for a total of 76 figures in those three series and then the fourth series called laser beast had 36 um then there were some clear figures um, that were promos in Japan, and they're very, um, they're, I guess, semi-expensive. There's one that I really want. There's a clear carp, which carp was my favorite one, and we'll take a look at some pictures here in a little bit. They also had uh, three vehicles and three bases. One of the things that drew me to them in the first place was they had the rub symbol, and oh my god, am Does I a he like to rub? rub? Oh, I'll one rub out. one out 24 <laughs> 7. I fucking love rub symbols. This is how much I love them. Hardcore Transformer uh, fans, the first incarnation of Transformers when they were brought over here didn't have rub symbols. The robot in disguise thing wasn't really played up that high. Mm -hmm. They actually had Autobot and Decepticon stickers. So those are more valuable because they are the early ones and they're called, they're generally known as pre rubs, okay? I don't want a pre-rub sound wave like that's the big that you know sound is one of the most popular characters so that's the big one to get i want a rub sound wave because i love rub symbols <laughs> how do you like that because i love to rub <laughs> <laughs> So, um, basically what the rub symbols were, would there be a fire, wood, and water, and then later was a sunburst, and then the laser beast had their whole thing. And uh, so, basically, it was a paper, rock, scissors thing. And that's why the rub symbol was so important, because they were clear blistered, mm -hmm. and 
So buying the pack, you didn't know what you were going to get. If you're going to get a water, a wood, or a fire. Because they'd have different rub symbols on the same figures. No. So, um, fire beat wood, wood beat water, and water beat fire. Excuse me. So, and then sun, the sunburst that I mentioned, it would beat all of them. So, it was like a trump card. And that was mostly, I think that was after the first series. Um. Again, the all the weapons were unique. So uh, Adam Paulus of the Entertainment Earth podcast and uh, 16-Bit and does a thing on Galactic Hunter. He started another blog. Dude, this dude's insatiable. He does three or two daily blogs and now a semi-regular one. And it's basically identifying uh, toy pieces, parts. So if you follow uh, at 16-bit, I believe, Adam, at Adam16bit on Twitter, you post uh, at Replyum and post a picture of a toy you want identified. He'll throw it up on his blog. And these things have been getting identified like that. Uh, Dr. Kent, Mm -hmm. uh, that we met through George Mm -hmm. and Aileen, he's identified a couple of them already. So... Um, so yeah, if you have that, definitely check that out now with, with, uh, battle beasts is a little easier to identify what weapon went with what guy, because the guy has a number on it and the weapon has a number on it. So that's how you can kind of tell there. Uh, so like I say in Japan, this was all, these were a subset of transformers and they actually appeared on a headmasters episode called rebellion of on planet beast. (laughs) So I'm waiting for the (laughs) Japanese collection. So, but I have seen this episode before, um, probably on YouTube or something like that. And it's pretty cool. I like it. It's got the pirate lion. He's like the big guy in it. The main leader. Rar me matey. <laughs> Rar. <laughs> Rar. Rar. All right. So again, look at this. <laughs> Isn't this a gorgeous fucking website? Look at that. He nice just repeats pretty. what's on the top on the bottom. That way you know this is this is the shit here. He's like, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> right here. Right here. I just love how you drill down. So there's Pirate Tiger. No, he is so cute. <laughs> Oh, they're okay. adorable. So you can see, aren't they fucking awesome? They're so you can cute. see the package. This was the way the U.S. was done in, uh, in uh, little two blister ones. Here's that clear carp mm-hmm. I was talking about. And so basically, we just went to first, uh, um, we went <clears throat> to, if you want to follow along in the show notes, <laughs> we went to the Battle Beasts themselves figure list and then we're going to first series because this is primarily the one i remember so here's my killer carp they're so cute (laughs) here's my killer (laughs) carp in all its glory and then this is what's crazy my two favorite ones and the two when (laughs) i said (laughs) when i said i want to get some battle beasts but i don't want to go all crazy i'm just going to buy two what are the two ones i remember the most Mm -hmm. killer carp and then triple threat snake see his arms are also snakes <laughs> <laughs> so i Aww, i looked I for the these lion. and i got them 
that one's expensive. I mean, again, relatively, well, like yeah. the lion one would cost you like 15 bucks. And you got to remember, they're only I two inches. I don't want inches. it that bad. Really? But so you have awesome ones. <laughs> Blitzkrieg bat. The, the bunny. Cool. Hair raising rabbit. See, that looks familiar. Maybe it was in like a cartoon at some point. Like, well, and or, these or have been kind it of. Not itself, but like something like it. And these have been knocked off a lot too. Um, so here's the laser beasts. So what the laser beasts do is, uh, and these were mostly in Japan, and they came out uh, in limited releases in Europe and North America. Um, and they again, they're numbered on their feet. Their weapons are now rifles and laser guns instead of bladed weapons. And uh, <laughs> uh, so they have an orb which you can look into that has their hidden insignia in their chest. So you'd have to put that up to light and then you could see what they were. So now these things get expensive. Again, anytime something doesn't make it to the U S and just in mass distribution and see, and I don't like them again, no fucking rub symbols. I mean, that was a, that was a big thing. That was a big, and I like to looky loo. (laughs) (laughs) you like to look through it instead of rub um so here you can see different ways that they're packaged in japan they were packaged single yeah um let's see if he has other examples yeah so they had eight packs um they had this awesome fucking bandolier that you could like stick them in you know like what chewbacca wears It's like that tool armband you got from my dad. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So their vehicles are kind of boring. I think they're dumb myself. I never really liked them. Um, So they kind of look like chariots. And then their play sets were like, eh, they're not really exciting either. But the little figures were the shit. And I had so goddamn many of them. It was ridiculous. Lots. Lots and lots and Lots. lots. All right, so that was my first up. How about you, Mrs. McFeverett? All right, my first up is my one, like my most favorite of all time, and that would be the Cabbage Patch Kids. We we talk about them all, well, I bring them up as much as I possibly can (laughs) to Slick's dislike (laughs) yeah i I thought i always thought they're cute and there's that connection with garbage pail kids so yeah which actually was a uh there was a scandal behind that and that fucking xavier roberts actually um sued for copyright infringement oh yeah yeah (laughs) i remember that and then they had to they had to stop drawing them with like their dimples or something like that. Yeah, Wiki- Wikipedia didn't say what they had to stop doing. That was just part of the scandals section. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, <clears throat> it was uh, Cabbage Patch Kids were created in 1978. Xavier Roberts was an art student at that time, and uh, they were originally all cloth dolls. They weren't they weren't the plastic heads at that time. So okay. everything was completely. Um, cloth and he sold them at local craft shows and then um, in 1982 is when um, the brand was bought 
and was started to be manufactured. Uh, the first com- Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> um, what was really interesting about... <laughs> see, I'm just going to go off track now. Um, what was really interesting about it is that I had no idea, and it makes a lot of sense now, is, um, is that... Uh, Cabbage Patch Kids were owned by a lot of different companies. They were kind of passed around. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, and we're done with them. Here, you take them type thing. Um, So from 1982 to 1988, Coleco was the original manufacturer. And um, this is the company that gave them their signature vinyl heads or plastic heads. Okay. Back in the 80s, it was vinyl. And then I guess it moved to plastic. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, in 1988, Coleco went bankrupt and Hasbro bought the rights. (laughs) Good old Hasbro. So from 1988 to 1994, Hasbro continued the brand. And of course, Hasbro being the moneymaker that it is, it's like, now we've got to add all these different things to it and make it gimmicky. So that's where we get your birthday kids and the splash and tan kids, which I completely Those forgot. Were so uh, weird. Yeah, they were. They were really creepy. <laughs> um, I never had one of those, actually, because oh, I didn't no. like because they were all plastic. Yeah. And if anybody doesn't remember these, the splash and tan kids, um, they were a fully plastic doll. Um, and if you take them out into the sun, they literally tan. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like those sunglasses that change colors <laughs> when you go out in the sun. It's like that. <laughs> and then as soon as you go back inside, like I read one of the um, instruction mm-hmm. pamphlets on how to use it. <laughs> it says 30 seconds after it leaves this direct sunlight, it it loses its tan. <laughs> now, um, couldn't you get them wet? And that would also take the tan away? I think I so. that's... I remember one of those and I couldn't find because that's that what I thought it was. Booklet didn't say it anything? didn't say anything huh. about water, but um, there were a couple other water ones later on. That's awesome. Um, and then one of the biggest ones, and this was, um, I have a lot of Couch Patch kits. Actually, um, I have one of the very first ones from 1980, uh, from 1982. My grandma was one of those people that when people were beating the shit out of each people other, out, like that's my granddaughter's <laughs> bitch. <laughs> and uh, she was in North Carolina at the time, um, helping take care of her brother-in-law, and. Um, she carried him on the plane home in her lap and everything like that. Like oh. it was her own little baby. And that's my, those boxes were fucking huge, man. Yeah. Those things were not, I don't remember around. it being in the box. I think she did take it out of the box and oh. carry it on her lap, like a little baby, oh. which was, makes it even cuter. But that's my, that's my first couch patch kid. His name is Nicholas. And, um, I collected them throughout the years, and then uh, when these came out, the Pretty Crimp and Curl line came out, that was my Cabbage Patch Kid. That thing, I was attached to it at all times. (laughs) (laughs) And what was really cool about it is that it had this gorgeous, gorgeous hair, and it was real full, but it had wires in it. Uh Uh-huh. So um, that's how how you could make it crimp and curl. (laughs) It had a little plastic curling iron. You just wrap the hair around it or the crimper. You just (laughs) crimped it. Um, So, yeah, and that was, and I named her after my grandma. My grandma's name wasn't Monica, but I named her Monica Ruth because my grandma's name was Ruth. So (laughs) moving throughout the years, in 1994, um, 
Oh, that's a typo. Uh, Mattel bought the rights. I was going to say, I'm like, <laughs> I thought Hasbro already had it. <laughs> they rebought it from themselves. <laughs> They're like, we can make more money. Well, if they we could pay. renew them, but yeah. yeah. no, that's a, that's a typo. In 1994, um, Mattel bought the rights um, to the brand and the production, which I thought was kind of crazy. They didn't bring up production anywhere else. So I guess production stayed somewhere Huh. else um well so, no, they would have been producing them if they bought the rights yeah it's just funny it they called it like out that way yeah they're they're it is it is wikipedia though so I, <laughs> yeah know. exactly none of this could be true <laughs> let's put that disclaimer out there if you're yelling like bitch i know that battle beast dad this then you're right and we're wrong and we apologize <laughs> yeah all i did all i had time to do was look at uh wikipedia because i'm a lazy bastard <laughs> <laughs> i just looked at wikipedia and then whatever site i found with the most pictures i'm like these guys must know the most about this stuff. <laughs> they have all the pictures <laughs> so from 1994 to 2003 mattel owned the rights to um to cabbage patch kids and uh they they kind of geared it a little bit more towards the collector's uh, side, which is, that's that's their thing. <laughs> um, but one of their biggest lines um, was the 1996 Olymp Kids. Olymp Kids? Olymp Kids. Like Olympic, Olympic kids. kids. Oh, Olymp Kids. Yeah, it's Olympic Kids. Olymp Kids. Anyway. Yeah, that's weird. And I could, oh, I think I spelled that wrong too. I was typing this really oh, fast. Oh, Jesus Christ. Hey, I, I wrote all of this up within an hour. Give me a break. Oh, wow. Um, I really give it your all there. I did. <laughs> I was reading it for three, four days and I got oh, tired I of reading it. So I just slapped some stuff up there. Kind of like my lit paper. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which, um, this was released to coincide with the 1996 Olympics. So, um, I never had any of these after, I think probably about seventh grade. I, that was kind of where I got a little bit older. So I didn't own anything from, from when it was Mattel. See, see, I started early. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, but I do remember them. Um, and then in 2003, Toys R Us snatched, I, I said they snatched the line from Mattel <laughs> and they produced the, um, a 20 inch kid that closely resembled the original 1980s dolls. And this is one that I have. Yeah. And I was really excited about it when I got it because it, it like, it looked like a teenage cabbage patch kid. It was like, it was all grown up. I don't <laughs> know. Awesome. Because I think it that was right when we kind kind of were getting into the collecting, yeah. and everything like that. So it was well, just kind of like you started getting into the collecting. Like this was, yeah. Well, that was when I was actually going with you to Toys R Us yeah, and stuff like that. And so. I saw that, and I was like, "Holy yeah, shit!" Before I got hardcore, and you're yeah. like, "Yeah, I'm not shopping with you anymore." <laughs> yeah. And it it looked like one of my. Um, I think she was my Stephanie was my third. Cabbage Patch Kid, she looked just like her, just all grown up. <laughs> so I got all excited. So I do have one of those, and it was in celebration of the 20th anniversary of the line. In 2000, so Toys R Us only had it for a year. In 2004, until the current, up to current, Playlong Kids um, bought the rights, and um, 
in 2004, they released an exclusive line on QVC, which I had no idea yeah, about. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, and it was, they called I mean, it, it's perfect for grandmothers. Oh, I remember when I bought that for my yeah. daughter. I'm going to buy it for my granddaughter. Yeah, that type of stuff. I mean, talk about your fucking... Dude, it was Home shopping huge. network yeah. bullshit. <laughs> um, so they were on QVC, which I had no idea, but it's pretty crazy. Um, and to this day, they still hold the license to the brand. Um, one thing that was not ever mentioned, and it was kind of bugging me, is uh, the hair. The biggest thing about Couch Patch Kids is that they have to have yarn hair or no hair at all. <laughs> and when they went to like the regular hair, it was just... Ugh. Ugh. But um, one last little tidbit on it was that um, Danbury Mint, back, it started in 1999, they released um, porcelain Cabbage Patch Kits. Well, I was already collecting porcelain dolls. That was another thing my other grandma got me into. And so when I saw that and one of those circulars in the Sunday paper... <laughs> I just had to get it. For and I four think I easy payments it. of $100 a piece. <laughs> yeah. It was four easy payments of $32. I was like, oh, I could do that. And somehow I didn't, I well, I didn't read this, the fine print and I signed myself up for an entire series. Yeah. That yeah. they'll just keep mailing them to you. you yeah. And I'm like, whoa, I didn't order this. They're like, yeah, you did. I was all, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm a kid. <laughs> you should have sent me shit in the first place. So um, I have about four or five of them, and they're they're really cool. I I hope they didn't get broken in all of the moving that my parents did, because I know we, that my mom held on to them. Oh, I thought we had them. Or have we, have you found regular, them? Well, you have two boxes of porcelain dolls out there. I oh, yeah, that's just porcelain there. dolls. That's okay. not my Couch Patch Kids. That's a whole whole nother box oh yeah <laughs> so that's my cabbage patch kids so did you send in the adoption i did certificates i've adopted so almost what would you every get single one back from them so uh, like a like it looked like an actual birth certificate oh with like their back, name printed on it yeah name and it was chose. on that cool like parchment type paper oh, really? awesome. and shit like that it came in like a little envelope and it was uh it was like notarized and everything <laughs> It was pretty cool. So I have those. One of them, my grandma, um, at the time, she was a, uh, what, a notary? Mm -hmm. And so um, she, like, typed up, like, a true birth uh, adoption certificate, and she notarized it and everything. I think that was for my second one. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I've adopted all of them. I adopted... Um, the last couple that I, that I bought over these last few years, one of them I adopted, and... Um, Oh no, one of them I adopted and I named it after you and you could uh, now you can she give it one that looks like me. Yeah, I bought one that looks like him. And I mean, now and you can give it its own birth date. So I gave I gave it his name and his mom's birthday. Aww. Yeah, cuz that's the big thing with cabbage patches. You can change the name if they, you want. They have they have slightly different hairstyles. Yep. Then they have slightly different mouths, and mm -hmm. that's it, right? The well, eyes are all the same, besides the, their different color. There's the eye. There's the eye color. Yeah, they're all the the same shape and everything like that. So you got, you got the hair, the hair color. Yeah. The the length or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Excuse me. And then um, you've got the mouths open or closed, with or without teeth. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the biggest thing were the dimples. 
And when oh, I was growing that's up, right, they would have one on one side, or, one on the other, or two. two. And Did they have none? Do you remember? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Um, all of mine have dimples, and they—I sh- think they—they they either have them all in the same spot, or they have them coinciding with a family member of mine, because that's what my grandma did when she bought them for me. Is that, sh- like, the blonde one with the green eye, or the blonde one with the blue eyes, has a dimple in the same place that my cousin, because oh. she looks just like my cousin, and things like that. So, awesome. All right. Well, let's get into some man toys. Yeah. the hell with that girly shit Uh, you know you had one (laughs) I didn't actually oh really I never had a cat I wanted one I'm not afraid to say I didn't want one dude it was cabbage patch mania back then I was 82 I was 7 years old it was perfectly okay for a boy to have a doll at 7 years old I don't give a fuck what you guys say um (laughs) My mom said it was okay. <laughs> my mom said it was okay. Um, my, my next one is uh, the Superpowers Collection. I was never really big into comics, but I love stuff like the Super Friends and a lot of the cartoons on the Marvel side. I love Spider-Man and his amazing friends, stuff like that. Um, so the Superpowers Collection, they hold a special place in my heart because... When my mom deemed me old enough, and I was not old enough, (laughs) this is back (laughs) in the good old days. When my mom deemed me old enough, this is probably, I was, I would say it was nine, maybe 10 years old. I was allowed to walk a mile to the Kmart store (laughs) and on one of the busiest streets in Albuquerque. And the awesome part about this, I used to buy my mom cigarettes when I would go. I'd be like, I'm going to walk to the Kmart. She's like, can you pick me up a carton? Did you turn your mic off? Oh, yeah, I did because I was eating my bell pepper. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, hilarious back then. Imagine a 10-year-old like walking up to the counter. Can I get a carton of Doral's or whatever the hell she smoked? So, um, but my, the thing that I would do is I'd save up my money enough to get an action figure. And then I would walk down to Kmart and I felt like such a big boy. I mean, imagine a 10 year old kid walking down Broadway or something by himself. It doesn't happen nowadays. Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe after school or something, but anyways, um, and I just got enamored with superpower figures. And I stopped buying He-Man. I stopped buying G.I. Joe. I could never really afford Transformers very much. Because even back then, Kmart was pumped. Their prices were pumped up. But uh, um, I started buying these superpowers figures because they were cheaper than all the other action figures. Mm-hmm. And I just fell in love with them. Um, they're three and three quarter action figures. Uh, what was cool is they had um, action features. Uh huh. So you could uh, squeeze their arms or squeeze their legs, and they would do different things. Like, of course, my favorite character, Green Lantern, you squeeze his legs, and his arm just picks up his lantern. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's a little generic. <laughs> Um, They produced three series uh, between 1984 and 1986. So 82 is when I started getting to go to Kmart, but 
84 was obviously when this line hit. Um, I used to buy a lot of Masters of the Universe. Or what am I saying? 82. That was uh, that was the Cabbage Patch. I've <laughs> 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 already gauged shit mixed up. I need booze. Uh, <laughs> the first two series were packaged with mini comics. Um, they did a ridiculous amount. The Wikipedia article, half of it, or th- maybe even two thirds of it, are all the tie-ins they did with this line, and not using like toy artwork or anything like that. But they created a superpowers logo, mm-hmm. and then this logo would just accompany everything. So, but they would still use pretty much standard comic art. Um, the uh, Tower of Darkness playset featuring the likeness of Darkseed. So it was his head. Um, was never oh, produced. But I was doing that. I'm like, man, I thought I did typos. <laughs> <laughs> but it was actually shown at Toy Fair. So that's what's mm-hmm. crazy. So they must have had at least some. And what was crazy at the end of it all, there were full unreleased series. So um, first up, let's... There were... Full or four? Full unreleased. And I think there were two series. So let's take a look first at some of the three and three quarter ones. And this one is so freaking wacky. Um, Here are the pictures. Okay. So, um, of course. These look familiar. Um, they are what, so like what, uh, so what masters of the universe classics are to masters of the universe, Mm -hmm. DCU classics are to this brand. (laughs) So these, (laughs) they make, um, they make the DCU figures look similar to these and they're comic and that kind of stuff. But yeah. Wow. I'm quick. So of course I was a kid once and i was a big uh superman fan so i had superman i had the green lantern i had Hawkman, um i had the green arrow big archery fan i had this yellow and blue dude and i don't even know who he is is that 13. dr fate yeah and then i had the dark seed he was awesome i had uh Excuse is me. it beowulf is that steppenwolf this cool guy here um, I had Shazam. Shazam. I had this robot one. What is that? Cyclotron. Um, and then I had uh, uh, Plastic Man. So, I mean, these Pla- Plastic Man. Was he a stretchy guy or? No, no. You'd squeeze it, and his uh, head would raise. See how it's all lifted up. <laughs> So the so the biggest thing here, the biggest thing here lately for recent toy collectors, is they literally just finished producing every single one of these figures in the super articulated six inch DCU universe. Okay. Whether it be classics, all stars, that kind of thing. So it's freaking awesome. I love these things. I couldn't believe that they were. Uh, cheaper than all the other stuff. Granted, G.I. Joe, you'd get a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But 
it seemed like a deal to me compared to Star Wars figures because they have action features. You know, Star Wars would at most come with one accessory. What does the penguin do? I forget what. I want to say when you squeeze his legs, his arms move, so it raises up his umbrella. So the big thing is that you squeeze their legs. It seems like that's... Mostly the legs. I mean, the flash, you would squeeze his arms and his legs would move. Again, it would depend. Most of them, you know, if you're carrying an axe, the action figure is going to be the action feature. So... um, Now they did do um, they did do some vehicles, and this was Kenner that produced these guys, pretty much who produced everybody. And I did have oh, I totally forgot to mention I had Batman and Robin, and I did have the Batmobile, and it was one of my favorite things ever. Um, uh, it had a uh, ramming grill, like you'd hit a button and it would pop. <laughs> What is wrong with you? you I'm pregnant. You, <laughs> Everything sounds terrible. <laughs> um, so this guy that ha- that we are linking to in the picture says, literally, if you are going to have one vehicle from this line, make That's it the, the Batmobile. Yeah, because the other ones are kind of cheese. You got Supermobile, which kind of looks like Batman. Uh, get what is that. <laughs> <laughs> like Superman doesn't need a vehicle to fly around. Right. In. Oh, the Justice Batman Jogger. gets two. Di- <laughs> <laughs> That's what Again, Superman can That's run. What Superman just wants to chill out. <laughs> He's like, no, I'm not feeling so tip top today. <clears throat> um, so Batman gets two different vehicles. Oh, I guess Superman does too, even though he doesn't need them. <laughs> Lexor. <laughs> the Calabac bomber. <laughs> oh, so. Oh, the Dark Side Destroyer. I remember that. I don't think I had it. They <clears throat> must add it in the store. So, um, that was kind of one of my favorite lines as well. Again, not not really a huge comic guy. Oh, back to these unreleased ones. Oh yeah. So, um, let's see. So look at. All of these fucking ones that they showed, and uh, this is mostly just artwork that they they demonstrated. There's not many. Mm-hmm. Um, he has you know carded samples here mm-hmm. of ones that had to have been produced or at least prototyped. Um, Black Vulcan was always one of my favorite guys, um, and then uh, Golden Edition Superman, all vacmetalized gold <laughs> is kind of cool. But I mean, they had a ridiculous amount of stuff planned, and then they even had like an additional Power Plus line. Um, they had more <laughs> vehicles planned. So I mean, it was one of those things where they were going to get all George Lucas with it. Yeah. Oh. Or Hasbro with it. Oh yeah. See, a lot of these were produced, or at least prototyped. Because this one's awesome. John Stewart, look at his big ass afro. That's <laughs> awesome. I fucking love that shit. Uh, Bizarro, Mixelplick. Mixelplick? Yeah. So, awesome shit, man. Bat. Wow. I just love the artwork from the 80s. I mean, that's what I was enjoying looking at all the pictures. I'm like, oh. Yeah, me too. 
all the packaging and yeah everything. the packaging like those kids look so happy <laughs> <laughs> it's so cheesy all so. right miss mcfavorite uh do we want to take a break or you yeah, want to take a break after this? No, let's go ahead and take a break. Okay. We're already quite a ways in. So uh, we'll take a break and we'll be back after these messages. We'll be right back. God, I stumble over that shit every time. And you're sober. Please. Coming from the farthest reaches of the universe to challenge the worst villains on Earth are the most powerful heroes ever in the Battle of the Superpowers Collection. Superpowers figures with power action, each sold separately. They're so powerfully built. Squeeze them, they've got power action like Superman. And Batman. Here comes Hawkman. Watch out for Brainiac's power action. And each comes with a mini comic. The Superpowers Collection, Superman, Batman, Brainiac, Hawkman, and other figures with power action, each sold separately, new from Kenner. All right, guys, welcome back. So Mrs. McFavorite was going to get into her second franchise my. toy line. Call it. <laughs> uh, my next one is Care Bears. Um, I'm not going to talk too much about this one because there was so much information. I really, <laughs> like seriously, when I printed well, it out. between cartoons and movies. And yeah, and that's one of the things. I mean, it's got, I think it had like five or six different movies. It had... Uh, six or seven different car- cartoon series, wow. and I mean it's insane. They had <clears throat> books, and pst, it, I love it. It's even uh, uh, there's even a soundtrack. Nice. <laughs> I was like, wow. Um, but it was created in 1981 by those characters from Cleveland, also known as TCFC, a division of American Greetings. In 1982, the line was launched in New York City and was touted as the biggest character launch in the history of retailing. <laughs> wow, really? Yeah. Just because they had so many that yeah. when they first launched? That's crazy. Yeah, in 1983, they were at uh, New York City's Toy Fair and they were there were 26 licenses involved. Wow. Yeah. And oh, that's crazy. Yeah, and two of the two of the biggest ones were General Mills and Parker Brothers. Um, there was a movie, and I didn't put down the name, but um, Kenner uh, backed the movie for it. The first one, would, I assume, would have been the Care Bear movie. I think so. But yeah, it's just called Care Bear's movie. Um, but uh, in. 1984, the Care Bear Cousins were launched, and this is, I remember the Care Bear Cousins a little bit more, and I think it's mainly because of the lion one. Because I'm a Leo, oh. I was obsessed with lions. And what was his name? Lionheart, I think. I think so. Because then you have a heart with a crown on it. Yeah. So, um, although I didn't have him, that was just one of my <laughs> favorites. Um but my my biggest my two favorite my two most favorite ones and I still to this day are still my favorite ones is a uh, sleepy time bear and grumpy bear <laughs> because I love to sleep and I'm always grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back when when we started collecting again, we got you a lot of Care Bear stuff. Yeah, it seemed to be going pretty big back then as well. And yeah, most of it was grumpy. Because really, they only have Funshine, Grumpy. Um, uh, share, share a lot. Yeah, Share a lot. And then the Good Luck one. What mm-hmm. was that one? The Irish one? Good Luck Bear. Was it Good Luck? <laughs> wow, how inventive of that. <laughs> 
Um, but what was pretty cool is that the person that helped design the Care Bears also um, had a big hand or was also the designer for Strawberry Shortcake as well. Um, a lot of a lot of these uh, lines and another one that I'll be talking about next, um, or not next, but after that. Um, actually, no, it is next. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We're so professional. <laughs> you got to love us. I started drinking green tea. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> um, the... Uh, we're all uh, concept artists by this person that did the strawberry shortcake stuff too. So they're all kind of tied in together, which makes sense. I mean, they all are kind of like the same yeah, in one way or another, you know? I think it's one of those things where, you know, it's basically we know these toy lines because somebody was really good at their job yeah. or, or a group of people were yeah. really good at their job. Exactly. So it doesn't surprise me that, you know, the people that made this made strawberry shortcake and mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of, you know, but, but yeah. So the line contained not only the stuffed animals, which we all know and love. Um, but as, as I was saying before, they've got books, movies, TV series, soundtracks. And, um, I mean, you just keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and they've got comic books and, and all different kinds of stuff. So, there was a lot of information that I started to just like glaze over. I was like, holy shit, really? Yeah, that's kind of how I was with my stuff. So, I mean, there was ton I spent a ton of time reading and I'm like, bullet point, bullet point, bullet point. <laughs> yeah, see, and my problem is, is that because I'm learning about all this stuff because I don't, I'm not submersed into all of this information yeah, all the time. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that's interesting. Wow, that's interesting. Oh, wow. Like, that's how I was with, with Couch Patch Kids. Like, I went through four different versions of my outline. Mm -hmm. It went from four pages down to three, down to two, down to one. And then finally, when you showed me how you did yours, I was like, oh, okay, I got a lot. <laughs> <laughs> So that's the Care Bears. I love the Care Bears. Not nearly as much as my Cabbage Patch Kids, but we got the Care Bears. Back to the boy stuff. Yay. Take another nap. <laughs> Taking your nap. Take another nap. All right. So my next one, and this is kind of, uh, this is one maybe, you know, mm -hmm. my first, second, and fourth one are very well known my third one though is not as well known uh my third is star years and that is like star and warriors oh that's they, clever <laughs> uh they're approximately four and a half to five inch robots with interchangeable parts um they were produced by tomi um before it before they merged with Takara um, in 1984 and in conjunction with Marvel because um, they actually did comics. And they were originally based on the Zoids, which I don't know. I didn't realize. I didn't. Zoics. <laughs> oh, wrong thing. <laughs> oh, I'm so funny. <laughs> I didn't realize Zoids were around back then. I could have swore Zoids were a 90s toy, but. What were Zoids? They're, remember I have a T-Rex, they're like the mecha animals, and they have a little driver, and they usually have a wind-up action feature. Like my T-Rex <laughs> walks and shakes his whole body. It's okay. awesome. 
Um, so uh, they were originally packaged, and this is kind of seems to be a trend with my stuff, mini comics. Um, it w- there were only four mini comics, and they were kind of randomly packaged with different guides because there was a lot more characters than just four. Um, and then there were two new mini comics written um, and put into the second and unfortunately final wave. No. Um, and and even those last two new ones were kind of sporadically included. And so you were still getting a lot of the first four. So I haven't even seen what those might cost to try to pick up. I'm not worried about it right now. Um, they basically consisted of three classes. You had the protectors, the destructors, and the guardians. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, what the, uh, uh, what the actual like concept was is they were coming here to rebuild earth. Like we had destroyed earth we were and they were coming here to help us rebuild it okay so the protectors were the people that were actually were the classes of robot that were actually rebuilding the earth <clears throat> the destructors were the people that protected us because other aliens would try to come and take over the earth. I was going to say, they were the ones that came through and knocked everything down. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, "Ah." And then there were the guardians, and those were the people that were tasked to actually protect the humans. So it's kind of weird. You have protectors that are building, destructors that that are guarding, and then guardians that are guarding. So, or I guess destructors are repelling is a better way to put it. Yeah, they're destructing all the evil forces. <laughs> and so, what eventually happens is uh, the destructors are like, "Why are we doing all this shit for the humans?" And they rebel, and then it's protectors and guardians versus destructors. Um, the coolest thing about them, in my opinion, was they all had a cockpit. And they had a little silver man that went in it, or gold. They were actually different uh, vac metalized <laughs> figures. Um, and you know me, I'm a big mech guy. I mean, I love mm-hmm. the thought of a big robot. Well, what's crazy is from my research, I found out that the little guys weren't actually supposed to be men at all. And the reason why they were silver or gold or a metal color. Uh is they were actually control circuits. So kind of, they were the brain of them and they just made them in a human appearance. So it made them seem more human. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, that's That's pretty cool. Interesting. Um, And their big thing besides detachable pieces that you could swap out. Uh And uh, it's basically a peg system. So, like, they had a pterodactyl, and he'd have different pegs on his wings. So mm-hmm. you could add this guy's arm. And their hands were usually some kind of weapon mm-hmm. um, or their legs. Or you could put a bunch of the heads on there. I mean, there's just a bunch of goofy stuff you could do. But their big thing was they all had wind-up features. And the awesomest thing about the Starriers, and that's the wrong link I wanted to go to. Still? Really? 
What? It's a new year. <laughs> Gotta work on our links. <laughs> I don't. No, that's it's the right link. It's the uh, Oh, look them. at this. That's not linked. There you are. The star. Yeah, there you go. Entertain the people. Mrs. McFavorite. Oh, no one wants to hear me really sing. Just Okay, nobody ever wants to hear me sing, but I still do it anyway. Yeah, me too. I'm probably the worst singer in the world, and I like to do it a lot. <laughs> yeah, when I first met him at um, at his at his old uh, design job, he was every time I walk into his office, he's always singing, and I look over at his cubemate like, "Really?" And she'd just be like, "Yep." <laughs> <laughs> and that's back when we had pods too. I had three cubemates. We had each of oh, us had one right. corner. Yeah. 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 Ah, good times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and this is one of the wackiest fucking staryears.com. So some guy got this fucking, got this website, last update in 07. So these are actually links. <clears throat> See the site cheat sheet? <laughs> so the cast is the top left explosion it's just a graphic it just looks like a background image oh he he had a really good idea <laughs> but you just you just make people click on shit <laughs> <laughs> so we'll go to the toys here so here's all the toys or not all of them here's some and i think you have to what do i have to do Oh, that's oh. pretty. Oh, that's cool. I didn't see that when I was doing my research. Um, that's pretty impressive. But he doesn't have my favorite one. Let's no. see here. Let's see if I can click one of these. Um, so I wanted to do my favorite figure first. My favorite figure is basically, again, it's a wind-up action. So it was the standard robot. I want to say he was, oh, there we go. He was a uh, protector. So um, the awesome thing about him is so he's got a gun in one mm -hmm. hand or just a barrel, kind of shockwave style. Mm -hmm. This other hand's a claw. And then his wind-up feature is a saw blade in his chest. <laughs> And Give me a hug. <laughs> white and blue. I absolutely loved them. So, so this guy, his guns, you know, uh, I forget what, alternated, I uh -huh. guess. The drill guy drilled, obviously. Then they would have action features in their arm. So this guy would just spin this blade. Um, this guy, his two blades would move in and out. And then uh, you've got the bad guys here and started repeating kind of the same thing. You got pinchers, which these are pinchers. You've got a drill, but it's a spiky drill. You got a saw blade. Um, they had little vehicles that were wind up vehicles and then real little guys as well. No. Here's the bird I was talking about, the pterodactyl, which mm -hmm. a guy could actually ride on. And I bought a big, when I got back into these, I bought a big lot of these and it came with the bird and I was kind of like, yeah, I could give a shit because this is what I really wanted. Cosmidor. This is a motherfucking T-Rex. Motherfucking T-Rex. Motherfucking T-Rex. Old style T-Rex. Not he's he's 
dragging his tail T-Rex. And uh, he comes with this uh, little pterodactyl that's actually his, uh, he's, um, his remote control. Uh-huh. And it's the weirdest remote control you've ever seen. It is fucking three button clicks. Okay. <laughs> so the first button, he starts going forward. The second button, he'll spin. So if you want to go left, you, you press forward and then you make him spin. And when he spun around to the direction you wanted to go, you could hit it quick twice again. And to make would, him go straight. Straight. The third click, and the reason why you'd click over that one, the third click starts shooting discs out of his mouth. See how his <laughs> head has a hole on it? You put these really big, I mean, they're relatively big. They're this big. They're about they're the size thick. of a silver dollar. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I guess. <laughs> yeah, everybody out there, can't you see my hands? Um, and they're thick. You I mean, they're probably like an eighth of an inch thick. They uh-huh. weren't those little plastic weird discs. They were some metal motherfuckers that would hurt some. No. Dude, so you <laughs> fucking drive them forward, spin them around, point them, hit it again, and it just... Dush, dush, and then you hit it again to turn it off and he would start going forward it was the craziest fucking thing and That's i loved cool. it no youtube video of it in action oh no wow <laughs> sorry <laughs> i could go get it out of the back room i know right where it is hey quit the shaking there i can't quit the shake um don't let me get in my zone <laughs> so these were the weirdest things the transfer rings. So basically all they did was take a head off of one of the, the robots, put some missiles on the side of it and stick it on a ring. So those were kind of crazy, but this is perhaps, and I had this again, this is why this is, this is probably my favorite line. This probably should have been first, but, uh, the armored battle station, This thing is in the motherfucking shape of a motherfucking cobra. A cobra. A mechanized, huge cobra. Please. What? The shaking. Oh, my God. Or just push away from the table. Damn it. (sighs) Oh, you yell at me for fucking same level of fucking shit. Um, So... What another cool thing about the armored battle station is, is it came with a motherfucking scorpion. So there's three. Scorpion tail. There's three. Or is no, it a whole scorpion? It's a whole scorpion. See, here's oh, his claws. Yeah. He, he's just sitting on the deployment deck. He's just, he's just pound, ready to pounce. <laughs> exactly. So there are three or four animals in this world that I absolutely love motherfucking tyrannosaurus rex a cobra a scorpion and a shark yep and this line had three of the four that's pretty damn impressive so that was my star yours and and it's it's a little bit of a downer but i'll tell you a story about uh what makes this so special, uh, at least Cosmitter, so special to me is um, when I was younger, my mom used to ditch me at my grandparents for a month. So she would <laughs> drive me up to Wyoming and I got to stay on a ranch for an entire month. 
And back then, I was a skater. I've always been a fucking city kid. My grandparents have always been country people, own their own ranch for fucking 25 years, 30 years. And I just, I fucking hated it. I hated it. Um, and so I was always hoping I could go home early. Please let my mom just come and get me early. And like, yeah, right. Now you, you look at parents and if you could get rid of your 12-year-old son for a month, yeah, yeah you would probably jump at that chance. Um, and unfortunately what happened is we got a call one day and my grandmother passed away just all of a sudden uh, while I was up there. And it was so weird because your other I was, grandmother, not the one you're staying with. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I got a call telling me that my, Oh yeah. Sorry. Yeah. While I was up there, someone on my dad's side called and let me know that my dad's mother had passed away. And, uh, it was so weird. I was so sad. I really didn't like my mom's grandparents growing up. Um, again, they, they didn't like me. They thought I was a city kid. They thought my mom was a city kid as well, you know, and she was even raising a more city kid and that kind of thing. But my other grandparents, I loved, I loved with all my heart. They are the greatest people ever. I found out later it's because they were big alcoholics and they were always drunk, but Hey, you know, (laughs) whatever, (laughs) whatever entertains a kid. Yeah. Whatever floats your boat. Um, and so it was, I was so tossed between elation that I got to go home because my, my grandmother lived in Albuquerque where we lived and so sad that she had passed away. So my aunt volunteered to drive me down at least halfway so to here to Denver because I had family that lived here as well. So she drove me down and, and just really sad and solemn. And one of the first things she did was take me to Toys R Us. Back then, Albuquerque, we didn't have a Toys R Us. The biggest toy store we had was a KB in the mall. So I went to Toys R Us and I was like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> And sorry, this may have been when I was 11, 10 or 11, but anyways. So then um, you really said, holy shit. Yeah. And then you got smacked upside the head. (laughs) And I remember buying Cosmitor on clearance. I got it ridiculously cheap. And then right after that, we went to Casa Bonita. So it's my first memory of Casa Bonita. It's one of my first memories of going into Toys R Us. It's uh, it's one of my favorite toys ever, and it's it's just like one of those things. I just remember during the whole funeral, I was like, "Can I go play with my toy? Can I go play with my toy?" Because <laughs> you gotta admit, for and I was definitely ten or eleven because I yeah. wouldn't have been twelve yet. Um, but uh, for a kid, it's so boring. You know, every well, it's just everybody sitting around talking, and most of the time, by the time everybody's really talking, they're not even talking about the person that passed away anymore. Yeah, they're just talking. Exactly, and that's and I it's sat sad through that, many that, a funeral. Yeah, me too, unfortunately. So that was Star Years. Oh, I love how you end things on such a positive note. I told you it was going to be sad, but I wanted to relate. I wanted to relate a little personal story. So there's the actual toy. Yeah. Aww. But 
Pretty cool. Yeah. So, oh, and one last thing. You see how the the uh, cobra head would detach from the base and then the base opens up. That's so you have cool. shit inside. But All right, Mr. McFavorite, what is your next toy franchise? My next toy franchise is Popples. Oh, going out of order. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, it's this was when I was typing it up. I couldn't remember this one. Oh, okay. I was like, damn it. So, um, Popples is another one of the series. This is one I was talking about. It was also created by those characters from Cleveland, uh, by the same person that uh, created the first prototypes on Strawberry uh, Shortcake, and this mentions the Care Bears. Um, so it was the Popples. If nobody's if people aren't familiar with them, there were these weird looking animal things <laughs> Yeah, that um, they had a pouch and you would fold themselves into that. So they turned into a ball. And um, so <laughs> supposedly the idea came from rolling up socks is what Wikipedia says. And it's, it was pretty cool. I remember, I remember getting it. I'm like, this is the coolest thing ever. And then my fit, I think it was my um, step-grandma was all, yeah, and you can, it, it folds into a ball, and you can make a pillow, or it could just be a really cool ball, and I'm like, how do you do that? And she showed me, and I was all, yeah, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I could not figure it out to save my life. But, um, so they were, there's really not too much on them. Um, they do go over, and this is something that I, I mean, because it's, it's been since I was a little kid since I've had the true ones, but they all had um, their own names. And the ones that I had, because they had a pretty cool popple, or they called him PC Popple, and the colors coincided with who it was. Oh. And then there was Party Popple, and Pancake Popple, and Puzzle Popple, <laughs> Prize, Puffball, Pretty Bit, Potato Chip, and Putter. So the two that I remember having is Pancake Popple, which is a large female popple with purple fur, orange hair, and contrasting blue and gray ears. I'm trying to see if we can find them here. Oh. Yeah, that one. And then um, the other one that I had was uh, Puffball Popple, which is a medium-sized female popple with white fur, yellow hair, and contrasting blue and magenta ears that's probably the one i remember that's most the distinct, one that i have most distinctly and then i th- maybe I, then do you still have it i might but i haven't come across it going through all our stuff yet um so a couple of the other things that they came out with is a uh, rockstar popples and then uh pufflings which looked like little poppet popple pets oh i saw those and oh, I, I never saw those. I don't remember those at all. Yeah, I don't no. remember them. I don't remember those at yeah. all. <laughs> and then the sports popples, um, which I thought were kind of dull. They had a, a soccer ball who was big kick. Oh, Dunker, which is basketball. Those. Oh, Touchdown, there's, there's which is football. The... Yeah, see? And I was like, boo. <laughs> I was totally like really this. somebody that hates sports like, um, <laughs> and I had the purple ones. one too um, 
Yeah, they kind of look like dogs, I would say. It'd be the closest. Yeah. Because they got floppy ears. Yeah, and then I had Pretty Bit, which is a small female popple with lavender hair, lavender fur, hot pink hair, and contrasting pink and blue ears. So that's the popples. They were a lot of fun. That all the information you got? When were they made? Uh, it doesn't say. Probably <laughs> in the 80s, along with Strawberry Shortcake and the Care Bears and everybody else. Yeah, it literally does not say. <laughs> that is hilarious. Watch here. We can do this real quick. So, but yeah, I just remember when I first got them, I didn't quite get it. I was like, this is uh, cool. And they're like, it's a popple. And I was like, that sounds like fun. (laughs) 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 Yeah, see, there's the page I was just reading off of. Oh, you were reading off produced in the 80s by Mattel. Yeah, see, like I said. Oh, yeah, and it was by Mattel. Well, no, the, the guys came up with it. Are the American greeting guys. Created it, yeah. Yeah, and they were manufactured by Mattel. Yeah, because, I mean, that was the whole thing is, I mean, this company were making these characters to sell greeting cards. And yeah. they And they just kind of took off, took the designs and went off from there. Yeah. Awesome. So, um, we're whittling it down. <laughs> we're going into the, the honorable mentions next for me. Oh, you only have three main ones? Yeah. That's no big deal. Well, let's go ahead and take a break, and we'll uh, uh, come back with my last one, and then we'll get into some runners-up and honorable mentions and all that fun stuff. So, Yay! <laughs> we'll be right back. Bye. Peace. Welcome back. Again, ha, ha, ha. All right. Uh, so mine next up is Mask. And I'm not going to talk too much about Mask because most likely a lot of you know more than I do about Mask. I really haven't because I've never tried to um, – I've only picked up one other – uh-oh. Let's all stop. Five, six – don't hold them back. Cheater. Only six. Excuse me. Sorry, folks. <laughs> um, I haven't really done that much research on them because uh, kind of like what I did with Battle Beasts when I decided, okay, I want the one mask vehicle that I remember liking the most. Mm-hmm. 
So I just researched that one and bought it, and that's all I really did. Um, so this is uh, kind of new stuff for me. And again, kind of like with your Care Bears, just a ridiculous amount because yeah. because it has such a following, because there's so many people that like it. So MASS stands for Mobile Armored Strike Command. Um, they were 124 scale vehicles. I know that because of Mantis 99s. Uh, with drivers that transformed, not the drivers, the vehicles, into more battle-appropriate configurations. Um, So they were produced by Kinner uh, in four different series from 1985 to 1988. Uh, They battled Venom, which, and I never knew this, I knew what mass stood for, but I didn't know venom stood for vicious evil network of mayhem. (laughs) That is fucking awesome. (laughs) I think I literally just want to tattoo a venom on my arm, not in the logo or anything, just that acronym. If people can ask me, what is that? I'm like vicious evil network of mayhem. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, the first series are what most people are going to be familiar with. Those are primarily what was shown in the cartoon. Um, the cartoon had 75 episodes. I had no idea is that much wow. because I haven't bought the complete series yet like I've been wanting to. Um, they, have the, they just re-released the complete series on DVD. So if you love Mask and you don't have it, go check that out. It's the first time it's been released. I don't think the whole series has ever been released in the United States before that. Uh, you could get region-free ones, uh-huh. you know, like Region 2, and you just need a region-free player. Stuff like that for a long time. I think it was uh, put out in Australia. Um, but uh, the first series of vehicles are most of the ones that showed up in the cartoon. Um, the second series... Uh, focus more on the second season of vehicles and characters. So it started introducing more because basically again, if, if you don't know this cartoons were basically just long commercials for toys. I mean, they're not, they weren't like, Oh, let's put out a cartoon to support, you know, to give stories to all these cool toys no, they were like, let's put out a cartoon so kids want to go buy the toys that are in the cartoon, you yeah. know. Um, and parents love cartoons because they're like, great, <laughs> wonderful. So you want which one, honey? Let's go check out this awesome <laughs> 80s website or late 90s, mid 90s. Uh, do they just not? Do they just put them up and then not ever do anything with them again? Yeah, exactly. They make an archive and they just keep it out there. Shit, I'm glad they do. I wouldn't have a lot of these links. Um, so the first series, uh, the the most the kind of iconic one, even though it's not really in the logo. I guess the rhino's in the logo, but Matt Tracker's Chevy Camaro is is the big one. So. Old school Chevy Camaro, uh, pop up wings that then it turns into it's got DeLorean a jet. wings. <laughs> it does have DeLorean doors. Um, the vehicle actually featured on the mass logo is the Rhino, and this is freaking awesome. It's a big ass semi trailer truck where the back of the trailer 
turns into its own little tank. Big, huge <laughs> missile launcher pops out of the sleeping cab. Um, it was amazing. I really liked it. Plus, um, and this is horrible. Where does it? Yeah, Bruce Sato. I love I was so enamored with just Asian culture when I was a kid because mm -hmm. my aunt was. She was a black belt in karate and had ninja magazines. And uh, she had been to Japan um, with the military, all this kind of stuff. So I was, she was my favorite aunt. So I was kind of the same way. You were um, your favorite aunt. What? <laughs> I was my favorite aunt. I will be my favorite aunt. Um, <laughs> Sorry, it was a smart-ass joke that went wrong. <laughs> the uh, Probably the next uh, most famous vehicle is the Switchblade. And this is Miles Mayhem, the leader of Mask's vehicle. And I always thought it was a little generic. I mean, it's a helicopter and then it's a plane. <laughs> I mean, it looks, it just flips the tail around. See, that's weird. Why would you? Yeah. Anyways, um, one of the ones that I had that I loved because I've always been a motorcycle guy was Condor. And this was a green uh, sport bike, I guess. Kind of looks like a tour, touring bike, doesn't it? A dresser. Yeah. Oh, that one's the helicopter mode. I'm like. Yeah. I don't know how it rides on two wheels, but... <laughs> that wheel's way up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> like, wheelie. And that was Brad Turner that drove that. And then uh, the one that I bought when I, when I was like, okay, I'm going to buy me one, was the Hurricane. Motherfucker, I love this shit. Um, so it's a 57 Chevy and again, <laughs> it looks like the sometimes they come back car except for, um, it's not black <laughs> turquoise, except yeah, for it's turquoise. It's bright turquoise. It is so freaking awesome. Um, so it turns into a, uh, a big six vehicle tank. It's, uh, it's, um, headlights stick out to be guns it's uh it's back license plate turns into a uh, saw blade it pops up and this was always a big thing with mine with me too is i love tanks uh -huh. so part of the windshield pops out it's got like a little tank cannon and then another thing that i love is turrets i love like Dude, the scene from uh, Star Wars where Luke and Han are in the turrets mm -hmm. of the... Oh, God, I love that. Old school B-52 bombers with the turrets and the tails. Yeah. Oh, dude, love that shit. So anyways... And, you like uh, confined spaces yeah. with big guns. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And then uh, another thing I loved about it was Hondo McLean, a brother. Didn't see too many action figures of brothers back in the day, so I really like that. Do they all really not have like a face? Well, they're small. They're one twenty-four scale, so they're oh, like so it's hard. They're like the uh, Human Alliance. Oh, okay. But yeah, there wasn't much paint. I don't think they did eyes. Let's go. Let's take a look at this. We can look at T. Bob and nope. No. Looks like they just paint hair on them. So that's funny. 
Yeah, I I really really loved Mask. Um and kind of the shitty thing about it, unfortunately. Well, here, let's go through these. So the third series was based around a race theme and they're just ridiculous. I don't like them. They're all mostly racing vehicles. Four series, they came up with a split seconds theme in which every vehicle split into two different vehicles. Um, the engineering was was pretty amazing on those later vehicles, but the vehicles suffered, in my opinion, to try to make them two separate ones. You know, um, it, it was less arming them and more engineering just to make them split apart. Mm-hmm. Um. Um, these probably out of anything on here derive the most price on eBay right now. If you've got, just because there were so many working parts on them, Uh it's hard to find them in good condition, everything working. The figures were so small, it's hard to find them with masks, with the masks in good condition because the masks had paint apps on them. Uh Uh-huh. Um, and then boxed versions are just out of control. Um, They're like, oh shit, we for sure have everything together. Yeah, exactly. And the springs haven't been fucked with and all that kind of stuff. Because mm-hmm. that's what I remember with a lot of them. You screw up one spring mechanism in it, the whole vehicle wouldn't transform. Because that's the whole thing. When it, uh, They would do a lot of features, or not a lot, but they would do multiple features at once. So when you transform, this would pop up, that would open up, and blah, blah, blah. Oh. Uh, Cliff Kennedy's got a really nice collection of this, including Boulder Yeah, I Hill. remember that. So, and the theme song? Oh, here, we'll have to write down. I didn't bring my notepad, damn it. You have to put the mask as the theme song before this. Okay. For this break. So. Um, write that down. So that's pretty much it for mask. What that's else it. you got over there, baby? My next one, and that's on the on my document. Oh, okay. Is the hug a bunch and all of my stuff? Considering that I was born in 1981, a lot of the things were released right around my birthday. <laughs> um, but it was a 1985. There's not too much on it. Um, it was a 1985 toy line from Kenner and Hallmark Cards. They were these plush dolls, and they were really kind of creepy looking. <laughs> um, uh, that um, they had Velcro on their on the palms of their hands, and they were like in a in a stance where they could hug, so their arms clasped together. Oh, I to get hug a little it. kid. It was oh, really cute. That is cute. I loved them. They were awesome. And then uh, they had these um, these little, because I didn't put it in that other one. Oh, you still you have remember? one of these. I got you? it at the, yeah, I got it at the, oh, um, at and the toy story, show. And I think I told you this when I, the reason why I was like, no, I'm getting that hug a bunch uh-huh. is because I had, it was the purple one. So mm-hmm. she had a little purple skirt dress thingy and she had purple hair. Well, I was a little kid playing around and I got into my parents' 
medicine cabinet and I grabbed the moose out of there. And so I was doing my hug a bunch's hair with the moose. <laughs> and I used the entire can on her head. <laughs> my dad was pissed. I could imagine. <laughs> and I fucked its hair up. Like there was no coming, coming back, back from that. Oh, and yeah, it their felt hair all is weird. weird. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's nylon and yeah. it's, it, and it just gnats up really easily and shit like that. Um, and so I just remember I'm sitting there, I'm watching the hug a bunch movie cause they came out with this movie and I like, that was one of the other movies aside from Ghostbusters and all of that, that I would just watch all the time. And it was a really creepy movie. <laughs> like it was made for TV movie and it actually, um, it did fairly well. Like when you look up hug a bunch, there's more on the movie than there is on the actual doll. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, and so the hug a bunch movie, I'm, I may have, is the, it animated or is it? No, it's, it's live, live action. action. So, how are the people done? The the hug a bunches. Yeah, they're the they're the, the people. They're the, puppets. The toys. Oh, they're but puppets. they looked oh, okay. like the actual dolls. Like they just they made, made a, yeah made like so that their arms and heads and stuff would move. yeah <laughs> yeah and puppetable. <laughs> so basically, the film is. In the film, a girl travels through her mirror into Huggaland to find a way to keep her grandmother, the only one she knows how to hug, young. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah. It was really funny. But anyways, to, I'm sorry, I got off track. The story with the hair and the whole reason why I insisted on getting this hug a bunch when we were at the toy show was that I swear to God that that is my hug a bunch from a little kid. Because the hair, I rem like, that's how the hair felt. And I swear it had that fucking ponytail at the, like, because it didn't have a ponytail at first. It was just a big head of curly purple hair. Uh -huh. And that pigtail or ponytail at the very top is there. And I swear it's mine. It I could be, man. I mean, you're local. I mean, this yeah. shit's probably... Like my if mom they gave it away to Goodwill or something uh -huh, like that. And it made it full circle. I crazy. really, really believe it. <laughs> well, so, that's all that matters. Yeah. So hug a bunch, even though I didn't have too many. And they came, they came up with these little like baby hug a bunches called like huglets or something like that. Uh -huh. um, they were really cute. They had little shiny diapers. Oh, they were adorable. And they, um, their hands, uh, they were actually like the little huggers. Do you remember those? Um, oh, yeah. The arms that stick out that were like, uh, yeah. they just had uh, and they paper were like, clips in them. Yeah. yeah. They were kind of like that. So you, they would actually hold on to you because they were too little. Aww. So, yeah, I love the shit out of that movie, even though it was so weird. <laughs> but so that's Hug a Bunch. Nice. All right, well, let's go ahead and get to my runners-up, and we won't uh, take too long here. Thanks for hanging in there. Thanks for listening to our half-assed researched information. My half-assed researched. <laughs> no, we both did about half-assed. So I guess if you put them both together, we got a whole ass of <laughs> We got research. a whole ass. It's a little ass, but it's a whole one. So, uh, my runners up, uh, first up muscles, which I'm sure most people are familiar with. Um, a lot of talk about them going on right now with the OMF 
G figures uh, finally being released. Uh, Muscle stands for millions of unusual small creatures lurking everywhere. Uh, They were two-inch monochromatic PVC gum wrestling figures produced by Mattel in the United States from 1985 to 1988. Um, The story involved an intergalactic wrestlers fighting for supremacy of the universe. The U.S. line alone included 236 official figures, a champion belt figure holder, and a wrestling ring playset. Uh, figures were distributed in clear blister packed random four packs, a semi opaque garbage can of 10, and a box fixed sculpt of 28 packs. Say that wow. five times fast. Exactly. Um, so, what everyone's probably mostly familiar with are the flesh colored ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but these did also come in dark blue, red, purple, magenta, magenta. salmon, lime green, neon orange, and light blue. Um, five figures came with a board game and an exclusive grape or light purple color. <laughs> and these things are ridiculous. Those those light purple ones, they go for like a thousand dollars. Shut the I fuck mean, up. It's fucking ridiculous. See, I okay, moving on. Um <laughs> and so Muscle was originally based on a Japanese toy line, and I'm gonna mispronounce this, but it's Kinkishi. Kinkishi was based on a manga and anime called Kinikunuman. I murdered that shit. But anyways, and some (laughs) figures were based on anime-only characters. Um, So I love these. Like My fondest memory of this is I went to a kid's birthday party. Mm -hmm. It was a guy I used to hang out with a lot. It it wasn't a nearby friend Mm -hmm. uh, because I was in special ed. Um, my, everybody was bussed in. There's only certain schools that special ed programs. So all of us were bussed in. So I didn't go, I wasn't in a class with people that lived near me. Mm -hmm. So my mom would have to drive me out there. So he had a big birthday party one year and, uh, his mom bought all of us four packs like that was like the little, Aww. you know how you get little goodie bags so you don't feel left out as the kids opening all his cool presents. Yeah. So in our ditty bag, there were muscles in there. Nice. So we just had a blast all night trading them and fighting them and, you know, all that kind of shit. Um, well, the reason why most of my, my favorite secondary ones are my favorites is because they were cheap. Star Wars, you could find closed out. Battle Beasts were small and cheap. Mask was expensive, but I didn't have very many of the masks, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I couldn't afford the little wrestling ring, and I thought it was kind of stupid, anyways. So I made my own wrestling ring to scale <laughs> out of a little block of wood, and I hammered in four little nails for the posts, Aww. and then I just put rubber bands around it for the ropes. <laughs> and uh, me and my friends played on that little generic ass wrestling ring with our muscle men, fucking nonstop, and we. We uh, came up with a little game about uh, you flicked them, 
you could either flick them or launch them from the ropes. And the goal was the guy had to be on his back. You had to be face down on top of him. And there had to be 75% of the guy covered. Most of the guy had to be covered. So that's how it would work well. Like if you had, if you had a big guy, he would take out a small guy, uh-huh. you know, because it'd be so easy to cover him and that kind of shit. So that was one of my runner ups. Do you have other ones or do you want I've got me? one more. All right. Let's go back to yours. Go for All it, right. Beba. Last but not least is, and this one is just, it's a runner up because I didn't have any more than just the one. And it's one that I just hold near and dear um, is the glow worm. And when I was a little kid, um, I was, I was afraid of the dark. Well, shit, I'm still afraid of the dark, but, um, I was, I was staying the night at my grandparents' house and, um, my grandpa, he was out of town, but he got home in the middle of the night and, uh, he woke me up and he handed me this glowworm and he's like, squeeze it. And it's head lit up and everything. He's like, I know you're afraid of the dark, so just hug it. And you'll always have light. So, yeah, he got me that on. I don't know if he got it while he was out wherever he was. I don't even remember where he was. But so the glow worms was a stuffed toy for young children designed by Hasbro's play school division and um, was made in Pawtucket, Rhode Island in 1982. Um, It contained a battery powered device that when you squeezed it, the light would light up the vinyl head and it there's really not too much on it there was a whole bunch of it was a whole bunch of quote-unquote glow friends um but i just had the original one he was yellow yeah i think everyone probably remembers the glow worm but you name like i have no idea what one of his friends would have been yeah and there's well i remember the butterfly okay so there's a butterfly there is a butterfly and i guess i can maybe picture that but it was pink and purple oh i was thinking yellow and something else anyways yellow and green yeah yeah that was it that was the The butterfly no no i know the glow worm i'm talking about the glow worm was primarily green with a little bit of yellow See, mine was all yellow with the uh, green. Then I'm remembering wrong. Well, I don't know. Because you're but definitely anyway. right. But so, um, and then in late 2005, the product was criticized for harming children. <laughs> for harming children? Its plastic head was softened with. Oh, yeah, because the heads were so hard. I yeah, with phthalates. Phthalates. With chemicals. Yeah. Which can be dangerous if swallowed by children. Huh. They're really going to swallow a glowworm head? <laughs> Maybe if they licked it too much or something. Yeah. <laughs> Drooled on it and all fucking through osmosis. So absorbed. that was my runner up just because it's very near and dear. And I know I've got that fucker somewhere. <laughs> but um, Yeah, I think I've seen it. So that's um, mine. <clears throat> I'm just going to blow through. Some of mine here again, another uh, bit more obscure one. Um, Crystar. Uh, so I've, I've said many a times I'm all about translucent figures, and that's the saga of Crystar was 
all about um, Christar and the forces of order battles his brother Moltar and the forces of chaos. So Christar was a crystal and Moltar was lava. It was based on a Marvel comic <laughs> um, and it was produced in 1982 by Rimco. And I didn't have a lot. Oh, God damn it. Another one that didn't link here. Maybe if I do this. yeah, that did it. Yeah. Um, so the thing that I loved, again, is, is, is translucent. Oh, yeah. You and I mean, translucent. look at that. Oh, even the, even the. The guy, the weapons. Weapons. God, I could not think of that word. Yeah. So his. <laughs> cod piece or his underwear his gloves <laughs> and his boots are painted um and then he came with a sword a shield i i forget what this was it's his mirror yeah i mean it literally was it was like a magnifying glass and then a cool helmet it's kind of um, creepy looking it, see and he looks i it's think just it's the light to, that they yeah, did on it i mean i bet you anything this is like scanned in on a scanner or something yeah um, so here's Moltar. So he's just kind of like a rocky yeah. lava guy, but I had him as well. Um, and then, um, let's see, I had that dude. So the guy, with the, yeah, so he had a crossbow and then this cool like bandolier of crossbows. Um, didn't have him. I, I had, had this guy. Heavy. This guy's awesome, little short munchkin crystal guy. See, and he's got both. He's got lava legs and a crystal top. And I—that's what happens when Crystar and Moltar hook up. <laughs> um, but there's lots of there were deluxe figures that come with a ton more weapons, and then this is probably. This is one of the... That's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, the fucking crystal dragon, dude, is just absolutely That's actually awesome. really cool. It's really pretty. The lighting that they put on that is pretty cool. Yeah. And then here's Moltar's hey. lava dragon. Yeah, see, the lava stuff just isn't as cool as the crystal. So that was Christar. And let's see... Uh, my next one, and I didn't do any research on any of these other ones. So my next one that I, I really loved back in the day was Centurions. And, uh, and I had a few of them. Basically, they had all these interchangeable uh, parts. I mean, their arms could come off, all that kind of stuff. And then they had plugs that you could plug all kinds of different gear onto. Um, Sectars was another one. Absolutely love sectars, uh, uh, insect, uh, oh, anthropomorphized insects. Um, one of the coolest thing about them is their vehicles were bigger insects, mm -hmm. but they were puppets. So, I mean, you think about a kid playing with a vehicle, he picks it up and he flies it around. Well, with it being a puppet, your hand is the vehicle, you know, <laughs> so you could fly it around. You can make its mouth move. It was freaking awesome. That is pretty cool. And then uh, some that maybe, maybe I'll do some research on these. Maybe we'll do another vintage show down the road, maybe another 65. So episode 130. Uh, but these are I, the ones I won't I'm, have anything to talk about. I, I did all of mine. 
<laughs> I guess I could do more research. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Remember when I didn't know shit about popples? So Sorry. ones that I've kind of gotten interested in today, just because I didn't have any of these hardly, I maybe had one or two of these from each line, but uh, definitely never had any dino riders, but they're just way too expensive right now on eBay. Inhumanoids, I loved Inhumanoids, Inhumanoids. The cartoon was awesome. And they made such huge toys of the uh, actual Inhumanoids themselves. Uh-huh. I always wanted one of those. I had one of the guys, and he was the purple one that had the big pointy things on his helmet. But anyways, um, Brave Star is awesome. I loved the cartoon. Again, never had any Brave Stars, really. Um, besides uh, Real Blast, he was kind of derived from Brave Star. Um, Secret Wars, so that was Marvel's answer to the three and three quarter action figure back in the day. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any of these, but my super cool aunt had the whole first series. So, had Spider Man, had Venom, uh, Doctor Doom, and uh, that's. With those, those were literally some of the only toys she had that she would let me play with. And that's where I learned to ask. Like, that was her big thing. My my aunt was kind of like us. She was real pop culture-y. She was mm-hmm. a Trekkie, all that kind of shit. She had Atari. She was the first person I know that did kind of what we do with our DVDs and had a VHS library, Yeah, you know, like walls and walls of VHS tapes. And, uh, and her only, her only thing was you had to ask. So that's kind of how I learned how that's to That's crazy. That is a crazy rule. <laughs> Insanity. Um, <laughs> Silverhawks, of course, are really cool. I would love to get, um, um, probably the main Silverhawk and then Monstar and then uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I had a couple turtles, but I, turtles. I wasn't really into them that much mm-hmm. as a kid. I, I got really more the into them as a, as a uh, 20 year old. See, and I, I just loved the movies and mainly because Raphael kept yelling damn through the movies. <laughs> And you're like, (gasps) (laughs) bad word. See, and I like the video games. I love the original NES side scrolling one, and Uh I love the four person one in the arcade. That was Mm -hmm. my big thing. Um, And then, of course, Thundercats. Absolutely loved the cartoon. One of my favorite cartoons growing up. And, uh, And I had a couple, but again, we were really poor. You know, if things didn't get clearanced out, I normally didn't get them. If they weren't on big sales, I didn't get them. If they were in a garage sale. Yeah. If they weren't cheap, I didn't get them, you know? Yeah. um, And then finally, my last one, I had a few of these visionaries, Knights of the Magical Light. That sounds creepy. So those were some of the other toys um, that I had just a couple of that I would love to get renewed interest. But like I say, I, I'm pulling that, the classic collector card. I've, I've got a kid on the way. I need money. I need space. So He needs to make his pregnant wife happy. Yeah. 
So I'm going to start uh, <laughs> listing stuff on eBay. So uh, on, on the next show, I'll probably have that in full swing and I'll link to it in the show notes. Um, and just to let everybody know, we got some voicemails. We have some emails. Uh, we're going to do a real show, a real Open Your Toys cast next week. Yeah. We promise, come hell or high water, <laughs> we will have a, a real Open Your Toys cast because there's tons of toy news. They've announced BotCon. Registration's open for that. I am going. Yes. And it's I my am last not. hurrah. I'm excited. Yeah, because, um, yeah, we're, we're due, or Jessica's due, right around Comic-Con. So after... After I'm four due years, two weeks after Comic Con, so yeah. I won't be allowed to travel. Yeah, and I, I don't want to take the risk of me being out there and them coming a little bit early or them. Yeah, there's only one in there. <laughs> yeah, we've seen it. Yeah, it's been confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> it coming, the baby. How about that? That's it. better. I have a horrible thing of calling people's babies its. Maybe this will shake me of that. <laughs> But uh, so thank you guys. Thanks for your patience. I know it's been a long time since we've done an episode. Um, I really enjoyed this vintage episode, but I can't wait to get back to the normal format. Talk about the toys that he I love. Can't wait and buy. to start drinking again. That too, but oh. I don't get to drink for the next one. We're yeah, still in January. True. But at least oh, I can eat. Take- I'll have actually eaten before we did the show. <laughs> I think this four days of no food is making me loopy. Um, But yeah, so thank you guys so much. We missed you. I've been keeping up with a few of you on the socials. Um, Drop us a note. Let us know what your favorite stuff was. Oh, we're going to have a contest next week. Supposed to be supposed to be this show, but we'll announce it next week, too. So make sure you listen. So we'll see you sooner rather than later. Sooner rather than sooner. Peace. Secret, secret, secret.